Today on the podcast review show, we're talking two guys talking horror. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the podcast review show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. Welcome to the Podcast Review Show. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. This is where we bring on a, a loving subject. We put him in the chair and, and we let them know what they're doing right. We also let them know in some cases, you might want to polish that up just a little bit. They're here to ask questions. It's a great way. If you've, this is the first time to the show, you basically get two. Remember the old search commercial? Two, two, two podcast consultants in one. <laughs> and the second one, of course, is the one and only Eric K. Johnson. You might know him as the podcast talent coach. Eric, how's it going, buddy? Things are great, Dave. Looking forward to jumping into a uh, another fantastic podcast tonight. Yeah, we're going to get scared tonight. We have we're, we're talking horror. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and joining us from Two Guys Talking is the one and only Nick Hearn. Nick, thanks for coming on, I, buddy. I hope I'm the one and only. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those imposter Nick Hearns running around. There's a lot of them out there. There's clones. Cloning <laughs> yeah. is real. We always like to kind of find out, like, what got you into starting the two guys talking horror podcasting show. It was kind of a, I backed into it really uh, about, I want to say the end of 2013. I was promoting a film that me and my production company were getting ready to start filming. We were trying to drum up interest uh, because we were doing uh, the whole Kickstarter thing. And somebody on the production team knew a guy who had a podcast And that guy reached out to them because the podcast was uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. Mm. So based in Marvel comic books, our movie was comic book related. It was uh, uh, a family dramedy that dealt with uh, the the comic book world. So we ended up uh, being guest hosts on one of the episodes. And I'm like, wow, I kind of like this. That was kind of fun. Uh, now I'm like a part of four different podcast shows. <laughs> He's got the I've bug. Got the, I got the bug. I got the bug and yeah. I, I just can't stop. It spreads like that. It's yeah. it's yeah. contagious. Yeah. Very much like Lay's potato chips. You can't just have, I can't have just one, <laughs> one podcast. <laughs> no. Right. Awesome. Well, the description, if you were to run over to Apple podcast, uh, you can get horror reviews anywhere, but two guys talking horror gives you detailed Fan fact-filled reviews, which is so true. We'll find that out here shortly. Along with the most important element that makes us love horror, why? Educate yourselves with the dialogue from host Nicholas J. Hearn and a growing number of guest hosts that help you understand all that is the horror genre in entertainment. So that's where we're headed. Nick, uh, when did you realize that horror was your thing? 1984. I was five years old and my mother showed me an American werewolf in London. Holy cow. And you loved it. My, well, my mother was all about, I can't be a parent if I'm afraid of these things. So I'm going to show my son and you know, blah, 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 blah. But she wanted to, she, she wanted to instill that this is all fake. It's all entertainment. And, uh, and even though, yes, as a, as a young child, I probably shouldn't have been watching that movie <laughs> at the age of five. But my God, oh, I loved it. And, and I just, I, I, I took to it. I, it's, it's one of those things that horror is probably the one genre that you can hide any other type of story with a mask of horror and be able to tell your uh, morality play, mm. but also have a good time watching people scream and run for their lives. <laughs> <So>. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> so you're learning things when you're going, no, don't go in the basement. Exactly. No. Exactly. What are you doing and in the you're attic? Going in the basement, if you're going to the basement, make sure you're not the first person to go to the basement. Oh yeah. Cause that's just a, you're yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to the first two minutes here. Kind of the, the big opening here. 
I'm Mike Wilkerson, producer of the Free Field Training Podcast, and you're listening to another terrifying episode of Two Guys Talking Horror via the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. I'm scared, Eric. <laughs> Have you ever had the feeling of being watched? Hidden eyes following you? A cold chill crawling up your spine? The hairs on the back of your neck standing straight up? Do you know what that is? It's fear. It's fear. Fear is the most basic human emotion tied into our instinct to survive. Fear gives us the means to overcome great odds or cripple us with paralyzing dread. But fear can also entertain. Turn off all the lights, lock your closet door, and ignore the sounds from beneath your bed. It's time for Two Guys Talking Horror. Remember when The Wizard of Oz would air on television once a year, and if you missed it, you were shit out of luck? It was the same with the Christmas specials. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, and a Charlie Brown Christmas. If you and your family didn't tune in, you had to wait a whole year for another opportunity to watch them. Holiday specials were once a staple in the homes of most Americans, and Halloween was no exception. Join us as we do the time warp again and resurrect seven Halloween TV specials you might have forgotten on Two Guys Talking Horror. Lethal Listings. <laughs> you've got it all. You've got uh, screams. You've got heartbeats. You've, I mean, every... Monster so, under your bed. That's right. And people... Yeah. Uh, I forget the one. It was like something, something, something. And the guy was like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> so Eric, what did you think of the intro? Um, I love the production value of the intro. I love the heartbeat there. And it almost felt like the heartbeat was getting faster. I don't know if it was, yeah, but it, it just, was. It, it just, it felt like it was, uh, and it set a cool ambiance for the show. Nice setup there. I felt it was a little long. I'm like, you know, we're taking a long time to to yeah. create the the drama effect. Um, but overall, I thought it was solid. I love the production value of it. I, you know, listening to two minutes of it, we only got a little nugget of the of the uh, show, the intro of the actual episode. You know, with the Christmas specials and and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. to me, that that was my only negative critique of the intro is the length of the setup. But uh, overall, I thought the production value and you coming in was that was spot on. Yeah, that was that was Thank the only you. that was the only thing that that kind of surprised me is when I cut that out. I was like, wow, that's two minutes and fifteen seconds. Um, but yeah. it's I, I'm with Eric. It's kind of like just the production of it was like, wow, that's okay, that's cool. And and the other thing was that I I, I hear a lot of people do that you didn't is I can still every word you're saying. Some people get obsessed with the the heartbeat and the wolf howl and the, all this stuff. And then they make it so mm. echoey that it's just this giant mess of sounds. Right. And so I thought you did a great job on, on that. I did like the fact that you kind of jumped right into a story, you know, cause when you said, remember, you know, when, uh, you know, you missed something and you were, I remember, I remember that. I remember it was like commercial time and everybody would go into sprint mode. I'm getting to the bathroom first. No, wait, give me a, you know, that <laughs> right. whole nine yards yeah. and you have to get back. It was the- Tuesday night at seven. Otherwise you didn't get to see it. Yeah. Right. Dang it! I missed it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I thought it it's, it set a nice, you know. Obviously, I know what kind of show I'm getting into. It's not like I'm going to be going. Wait, what? This is about Hort? No, I, it's pretty obvious what we're talking about. Um, you hear the farm report? What? Huh? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I think this is just a Mike thing. He loves to do housekeeping. So that was the next thing that kind of came up here. <laughs> it is a Greetings and salutations, everybody. I'm Nicholas J. Hearn, your host. And I'm Jason Contini, your co-host. Welcome back, Jason. Let's do some housekeeping. Everything old is new again. 
Now, you may or may not know, and I know I've, I've, I've told you, Jason, but our listening audience may not know this. Earlier in the year, our servers crashed. I'd like to say that it was all because of Two Guys Talking Horror. Sadly, it wasn't. <laughs> the servers for Two Guys Talking Podcast Network crashed because there was a influx of downloads and, and traffic from some of our other shows, and we actually had to rebuild from the ground up. And most of our shows have found new homes over at our brand new website. It's still the same web address. It's just a brand new site. And we have been slowly but surely putting our previous content back up. So in a sense, if you've never heard the older episodes before, it's new to you. I'm trying to steal that whole NBC thing. You know, it's... It, 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 it's not a rerun if you haven't seen it kind right, of, a, kind of right. a thing. It's like breaking out the archive and uh, re-releasing the old the old ghosts. That's I right. Guess. We are re-releasing original episodes of Two Guys Talking Horror. And that's episodes with uh, both me and Jason, with uh, Jason and our other host, uh, Diesel. There's actually one episode where it's the three of us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Lots of great content. And remember, if you haven't heard it, it's new to you. It's new to you. And so for for me, I don't have a problem with the segment. I don't know that I would put it right here, though. Mm. Um, and, and here's why. Uh, I think, Eric, it might have been you that said nobody cares how the sausage is made. I don't know if that was a, a an Ericism or not. But if I go into McDonald's and they go, hey, welcome to McDonald's. And I'm like, great. Uh, and they go, hey, b- before you order, um, just so you know, the fryer went down yesterday uh, but we got it back today and it's back up to temperature and Steve called off, but Karen's going to cover for it anyway. And meanwhile, I'm like, can I just get a big Mac? Like I came here for a big Mac. And so that kind of stuff. And then you're like, Oh, by the way, we're bringing back the McRib and the shamrock shake. That's cool. But that's kind of, for me, the way I feel about this is that's for like the power listener. Like, mm. and the other thing is, and I understand the need to do an apology because you feel a responsibility to your audience. They're like, hey, you know, if you missed it last week, we weren't here. But those are the people that are also going to listen to the end. So I'm worried about the fact that you now have an apology that's in the beginning of your show mm-hmm. right. forever. And it's only really the only people that really care about the fact, where did you go? Is going to be end up being a very small percentage of the people right. that listen to the show because – the longer this is out here, the more people are like, I don't remember the site going down. So I, that's that's my feeling on it. Eric, what was your thoughts on this little section here at the beginning? Yeah, I thought we did a lot of conversation about the conversation before we actually got to the conversation. And to me, it was like, you know, I'm here to talk horror. Let's uh, let's save the housekeeping for an appropriate time within the show or toward the end of the show to get that housekeeping out of the way. I would have liked to have. Let's let's dive right in. Tell me what this what this episode's gonna be about and then let's right. hit the ground running. Yeah. And there's the the one thing I liked is you're you're very honest. Not that you're worried about offending, you know, uh whoever made it. What is it, Baskin and not Baskin and Robbins, it's something in bass. Um Rankin and Bass. Rankin and Bass, yes. Not that uh, they're going to come back and haunt you. Uh <laughs> but I, here's a just a great clip of just you just explaining exactly what you feel. So this predates Frosty and all of the others. This was the only thing that came before Mad Monster Party is Rudolph. And it's the same style. It's the same style of animation. So if you like stop motion animation, I, I think it's part clay and part puppet and part armatures and whatnot. But So it's that same kind of animation and it's the same voice talents, a lot of the same sound effects. And while I loved it as a kid, I have to admit rewatching it now – doesn't quite have the same charm right? and doesn't – certainly doesn't have the longevity and staying power that some of the other Rankin-Bass products had from that time. There were quite a few moments I think where you and I looked at each other while we were watching it going, what is this about? What is going yeah. – and like I said, it's been 15, 20 years since I've seen it. So it was still kind of somewhat new to me even though it was certainly reminiscent. So what that clip does for me as a new listener is it lets me know that this isn't just anything Halloween is good. It's right. it's, it's like, hey, you know what? I, I, I should like this. But and especially if it's something you saw as a child, the fact that you're like you're able to go, 
you know what? I, I remember watching this as a seven year old or whatever. Uh, is not holding up very well. I mean, I feel right. a lot of the 80s music I grew up with, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, the Scorpions? Eh, maybe not. Uh, you know. Winds of change? Come on. <laughs> so, um, Scorpions are forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A couple of things I loved about this part right here is I love Rankin Bass. I loved all of the the yeah. um, the Christmas stories. Um, I think of the seven shows we talk about in this episode, I think I remember one and I'm old enough to remember all of them. I just don't <laughs> like, I'm like Rankin Bass put on a Halloween. Like, are you kidding me? Like, when did that happen? Yeah. And even though I didn't see any of these, um, I, I felt like I understood what we're talking about because you do a great job explaining the fact that it's part uh, claymation, part puppetry, part whatever the other word was, you know, and it's, I feel like even though I wasn't there watching the show, mm-hmm. you explain it well enough to me. So I get the gist of it. And then I get, I understand why you think it's so bad. <laughs> you know, like I understand why this is one you forgot about because they should have never shown it again. And uh, so that I liked that about this. And I agree with David. I love the fact that we don't love everything we talk about. Right. Like we're, we can be critical and be honest because that builds that trust with your audience. You mm-hmm. know that you're not going to try and just come out and go, it's the best ever. And they watch it and they go, this is a piece of crap. What are we talking about? <laughs> right. So uh, I love that in, in your authenticity because that's what will build trust and loyalty with your audience. The whole reason for all of that is, is I like grabbing people with the nostalgia. Hmm because nostalgia is very important to every generation, at least in my mind, Uh, whether you enjoyed it or not, you remember something about it. So, Ooh, Oh, that, that kind of rings a bell. Well, maybe I'll listen a little bit more. Uh, And all these seven that we picked uh, because where lethal listings is concerned, we usually do either seven or 13 because, you know, uh, Seven because of the movie Seven or Thirteen because it's supposed to be a mucky, uh, you know, horror angles everywhere. Right. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> these seven, we watched more than just seven old Halloween specials, and some of them, even though I think probably would have been entertaining to uh, add into the listings, were just bad. I, I, we mentioned Paul Lynn. Yeah. Paul Lynn had a a Halloween special with Kiss. Yes, I, I watched that. <laughs> I I watched that too. Both of I, which were on Scooby Doo <laughs> at one point in time. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I was like, oh well, he's not going to be a part of the list, but we're definitely going to mention it. Yeah, honorable mention. People, yeah, honorable mention because there's some people out there who would want to watch Paul Lynn doing a Halloween special, <laughs> running around with Witchy Poo and the Wicked Witch of the West and Kiss. Nice. That's a party right there, my friend. That is a party. Uh, but that's the and thing. With regard to the Paul Lynn thing, that's one thing I enjoyed about this episode is when you mentioned crazy people like that. Like nobody under the age of 40 is ever is going to know who Paul Lind is. Not, yeah. But, Phyllis but Diller. You, we mentioned Phyllis Diller. You, yeah. yeah, exactly. And when you mentioned people like that, you you said, well, you might remember Phyllis Diller because she was the female comedian with the crazy hair and the de- you know, you helped us remember who that was, even if we weren't aware or could instantly remember who I'm bad with names. You know, people mention, oh, such and such. And I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Oh, he was in uh, Batman. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. You know, and you do a lot of that, which I appreciate because it helps me remember who the heck we're talking about. Yeah. And then you mentioned earlier how there's always an educational element. And here's just since we're talking Phyllis Diller. So you may or may not know who Phyllis Diller is, but if you want to know more, head on over to the website at twoguystalkinghorror.com and check out the links in the show notes. You'll learn all about her. And the cool thing was, I, I was like, oh, I hope those links are in the show notes. And boy, we'll, we'll get to that later, but your show notes are <laughs> extensive. But the other thing is, it, this isn't just either you guys are like super knowledgeable, which could be definitely the case, but... Uh, there, you guys are definitely putting some research in because this this clip I was like, holy cow! Well, here's the thing: this it wasn't made for Halloween. In our 
research, we discovered that this actually aired in March of 1967. So obviously, didn't have anything to to do with Halloween. So I don't forget which one you were talking about there, but it was you've you've done your research and and right. you kept pulling out all sorts of trivia that I was like, holy cow! Yeah, most of the most of the stuff was things that we remembered, but again, you know, we're not as young as we used to be, so uh, we we make sure we go back and we check our facts, and we always do come loaded with. Uh, with goodies. That's why I like having a co-host because then I, I cut the work in half. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to research this stuff. You research those. And then during the podcast, you get to surprise me with knowledge and I get to surprise you with knowledge. It's hmm. a good strategy. Uh, here is a clip where you're talking about some of the music. You and I are not opposed to musicals on stage or musical films that have songs that have nothing to do with what's going on as long as the song is catchy. Mm. That's not even the case here. It takes you out of the out of the story. It takes you out of the moment. It has absolutely nothing to do with anything that's going on and it's not a good song. Yeah. And it's not memorable. I couldn't t- there's one song in the whole I, thing. I think it's the same song that I'm yep, thinking of yep. too. It's the only one that's memorable. It's also the only one that has anything to do with Halloween or the holiday or even the story at hand. And it is the most derivative, um, (laughs) repetitive thing I've ever heard in music ever, I think. (laughs) Oh, I cut it short. You guys, because then you guys start singing Do the Mummy. I was like, Do the Mummy. I was watching and I'm like, oh, did I leave it in? I'm like, oh. But I love that just because it's always fun having somebody just explain just how bad something is. And <laughs> and when you're like, well, if as long as you don't mind this and the fact that it did this and oh, also it does this, you're like, because in your head, you're just like, holy cow, this is, you know, horrible. So I thought that I added- loved the singing. I love I wish it would have been in there that <laughs> yeah. the singing and and just the passion in this clip that you guys have, even when it's disdain. It comes through like you truly like you're almost offended that this is so bad. <laughs> but yeah. then we also have to embrace the fact that there's something about it that we liked. So yes. it's oh, all right. Well, I'll take this bad because this good is all right. But this was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love that whole section right there. It really made me feel like. You're connected to it. And what this did is it again, it showed your authenticity of being fans of the genre. And that's that's the important thing. I I don't want anybody listening to any of the episodes of of two guys talking horror thinking that, well, these are just guys pulling stuff out of their butts and just reading a Wikipedia listing. (laughs) Right. I've I'm not I'm never going to do a show where there's not something in there that I'm passionate about, whether for good or for bad. The one thing for me, when we got about halfway through, you get to the commercial segment. And I think we've talked to Mike about this before. For me, three minutes was a long commercial break. And for me, I thought because you had these seven different things, you could have easily like put two here and then we'll, we'll be right back with our third one right after this and then play two more. And then, cause to me, I, I had two minutes. I was like really thinking, okay, this is the last one. And then another one would come on. I'm like, okay. And another one would show up. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you're, uh, if you're new to the podcast review show, Mike produces a lot of these uh, two guys talking series on the network. And uh, we, we've talked with Mike uh, on a couple of other shows and, and discussed a lot of these topics. So when Dave's mentioning Mike, that's who Mike that's is. Who Mike, Mike is. Yes. Mike uh, is the guru behind it all. He's the madman twisting the knobs and yeah. yes. happen. And that that seems to be the formula because I know as as I record this, I can see uh, if you're watching the video out at uh, podcastreviewshow.com, I can see what cops watch, and uh, which is uh, another show on the Two Guys Talking Network. And I think they had the same thing. I think in the middle they had a, a big. They do all their commercials in one spot. And right. uh, Eric, would you recommend breaking them up, or what do you what did you feel about the? Yeah, when your show's longer uh, than 30 minutes, I would recommend kind of spreading them out throughout the show. And and the two guys talking network shows tend to be <laughs> long. Little, little some, are, some are really long. Some and so are. You, you have plenty of time to spread it out through the show. You know, and you can uh, maybe between segments, you know, before we jump into the to show number four, drop in the 
advertisement there. You know, next we're going to talk about a show you probably haven't seen in 25 years because it hasn't been available for 25 years. We'll do that next. And then you play the, play your 30 second commercial or whatever it is, and then come back and talk about that. Just use it to kind of break up the segments rather than, you know, here's a 30 minute. Cause now your people are, you know, after about 45 seconds, they're grabbing their phone going, okay, how long is this? Fast forward, fast forward, fast right. forward, yeah. trying, you know, and you're just frustrating your audience. A lot of people come to podcasts to get away from a lot of commercials. I don't mind you having sponsors in the show. Mm-hmm. I would just recommend spreading them out a little bit. Right. Yeah. Cause you do a nice job. Every time you went to a new uh, special, you had this cool kind of bring kind of sound effect and moving on. So it was a nice way to, to kind of say, Hey, we're, we're moving on to the next one. Uh, I just, to me, I would have spread that out just a little bit. I did have one more clip here before we get into your website. And again, I just thought it was amazing and it made me smile because I remember this guy. I feel like, what was the name of that show? This is your life. Do you remember this voice? Do you remember this name? (laughs) (laughs) Even though not considered one of the monsters, you have Igor. Right. Played by Henry Gibson. Henry Gibson as Igor. You know, uh, was on... Laugh in, and more modern audiences. Well, maybe not modern, but (laughs) younger audiences might know him more from the Tom Hanks film The Burbs. You mean older audiences? I guess older audiences is what I mean. Yeah, Yeah, not younger. Yeah. Yeah. He was Herr Klopek. Herr Klopek. He was Dr. Klopek. That's right. (laughs) And he plays plays Igor. He plays Igor, yes. So again, I just thought that was you're pointing out something that for me, this demonstrates that you kind of know who's listening. So it's like, you know what? My audience is going to remember Henry Gibson. And then even you you said, and we have the older people like me, and then the people that remember the burbs are going to remember him from from that. So I just was like, again, I was just like, it's a cool little thing that I was like, it made me, for me, as soon as you said Henry Gibson, I just, you know, pictured him in the weeds. Wasn't he the guy that was, uh, I'm trying to think is no, that was um, another guy that was in the weeds with- uh, Artie Johnson. Artie Johnson. There we go. Very interesting. Yeah. So I forget what Henry's, uh, if he had a catchphrase or not. I just remember watching, uh, I used to watch Laugh-In at my grandpa's house because he had a color TV. Ooh. Ooh. So. Yes, wow. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my, my whole my whole thing is, is that even though I'm, well, I, I'm about to turn, I'm going to turn 40 this year. Mm-hmm. I don't want my show to be a specific age niche. I would like some of the, it's the whole education thing. I want some of the younger people who just watch the, the I don't want to call them the crappy horror sh- uh, uh, shows and films that just get pushed out on streaming services, but there is a better quality out there. Every decade has had some great gems. And if I can steer one younger person to look at something 30, 40 years old, then I'm doing my job the same at the same time. I also don't want to alienate older listeners. So luckily I have a very wide pop culture noggin up there (laughs) that just remembers a lot of stuff. So, and I've, I've primarily been around older people, you know, all my parents and all of their friends, you know, they were watching all that stuff and I'm like, Oh, what's this? Everybody's having a good time. I'm, I'm going to watch this too. So yeah, I I don't want, I I never want to alienate anybody. Eric, anything else before we move on to his website? We'll, we'll come back and listen to the ending here in a second, but I, I thought we'd jump over to his website before we, we tie up the audio. Just a few little nuggets, uh, throughout the show that I'd kind of like to hear to make the, um, the experience a little better for the listener. Uh, I'd like to hear the two of you use each other's names more often so we can figure out who is who, Uh, because you introduce yourself at the very beginning. And at the very beginning, you say, I'm Nick, I'm your host. And he says, I'm whoever, and I'm your co-host. To me, uh, you're both just hosts. If you weren't my host, who else would you be? Like you're the, you're the guy talking. So it's kind of redundant to say I'm your host. But if you say I'm Nick and that's Jimmy over there, um, throughout the show, I would just you like in your responses, you'd you'd say something like, "Yeah, Dave, but I know that thing. But what about the other thing?" Right. You say, "But Dave, don't you really think the deal?" You know. So if you're using your your names in conversation, it will help to get the new listener to know uh, who you are and kind of associate a name with a voice. You use a lot of group speak in there. You'll make a much stronger connection with your audience when you talk to individuals one on one. Um, so instead of using words like, Hey folks, or any of you out there, 
or, uh, you know, you guys, you know, talking to a group of people, most people are listening with earbuds. They're listening right. by themselves and you're telling some great stories and they're creating those visions in their mind. So talk to them like they're just the third person in your conversation. Okay. So if you've never seen this movie before, Nick and I saw it the other day and we watched it and I think you're going to love it. You should probably go get it. You can, I might actually, you could probably find it on YouTube, you know, so I'm just talking directly to you sure. rather than talking to you guys really need to go see this one because I'm not listening with a group of people. And it'll make a much stronger connection with uh, with your audience. And then one last thing, the episode's 90 minutes. You you cuss probably three times in the entire 90 minutes and not sure that that really is worth slapping an explicit tag on it for just three times through the episode. It's not like you're dropping the F-bomb right and left. Right. So, I mean, you could easily take those Did three I drop out. drop the F-bomb in that? <clears throat> I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I, you you just I try cut, not to. <laughs> you just cussed three times throughout the show. And I just thought oh, you probably okay. could have eliminated those three and it would have been a clean episode and anybody could have listened to it. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been deemed explicit. So just little things like that to to clean it up and make it more accessible and more engaging for a broader audience. Yeah, just right. something I could care less what your show is. I just always want people to make an informed decision because if you mark a single episode explicit, they pull your entire show from India, Egypt. Oh, I forget the other one, but it's about 30% of the podcast audience. Wow. Is kind of prudish on that. So Hmm. that's where what I do now with my shows is I bleep it out. So it's kind of technically still there. Then I mark it clean. Because technically it's clean because nobody said any, nobody said any of those potty words. <laughs> so, um, there's no dirty language. Yes. So, uh, but the website, as I share my screen here, is uh, you're going to go, well, that looks a lot like the guys from Two Guys Talking Cops <laughs> or whatever we're walking to. It is. It's the same website. And so some of this is kind of redundant. The the one thing for me, it's, you know, it's especially for a horror site, you kind of expect it to be black. That's just kind of a given because it's. Yeah. But I like the chalk outline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, if we go back to Mike, the guy at, at Two Guys Talking, the the network, this blue tag cloud just drives me bonkers because it takes up so much room. And yep. I would love to put. Um, you guys are on WordPress. There's a great plugin. It's called Monster Insights, and it's Monster fr- Insights. It's it's free. And if you want to get like the paid version, it's like ninety nine dollars a year. But it should be able to tell you your referrers, like who, where is the traffic coming from that you're getting? And I would love to know if those tags are bringing you any kind of SEO goodness. And if they're not, get them out of there, adjust your theme, um, or at least make them green. So they match the rest of your, your color scheme. The other thing that on this site in general is for me, to grow your audience, the the really thing you want over even reviews and, and ratings and things like that, you want people to subscribe because now they don't have to come to your website. You go to their device. Mm-hmm. And so you've got a button here for subscribe in iTunes and one for Stitcher. Uh, and the rest, you have the RSS feed so people can click on that and go, I think it's broke. There's a bunch of code in my face because only, only Uber geeks know what to do with an RSS feed. And it just, to me these really important buttons are just kind of lost in the a sea of, of tax. So they need to be treated more important yeah. because they are yeah, like okay. a, like their own button or something like that. But your, your show notes are super extensive. So when you say there's a link in the show notes, I mean, here's the link to Phyllis Diller. We were talking about, here's the, the, here's the link to all of the different specials you mentioned. And I thought it was kind of in a way, you mentioned Alf for all of three seconds and there's a link to Alf here in the show yeah. notes. And I was like, Holy, which I'm not sure. Cause at some point, if there's too much, then I'm like, wait, where's the Phyllis Diller thing? You got to look through all the stuff. But I was amazed that you guys have a link to like, if, if you said the words Cheech and Chong, there's a link for it. So that's what I loved about all of those looking through those. And yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. When did they mention Charlotte Hahn in there. It's like, yeah. what the heck's going on? Yeah. Like it, it was, it was fun looking through all of the links that you had. And I love that as a resource. That's what I was going to say. It makes a great resource. 
Because yeah. if somebody goes, wait a minute, I know who will have it. Hold on, let me go to this website. Because <laughs> holy cow. Eric, did you have any thoughts, though, on, on the actual website? Yeah, I love the resources as we talked about the two things that the two things that bug me other than the the tag soup up there is it looks a little bloggish with the archives over on the right side. Mm. Not sure that that's necessary when when you can really search for an episode. It's more text on the page and looks a little clunky. And stop right there, Dave. This part right here. When I was looking at the page originally, I thought this right here with the rate the horror show graphic i thought that was another show yeah i thought i thought the episodes of the first show stopped right where the blue line of the subscribe was and that this one here was a second show and it wasn't until i scrolled down a little further and saw the housekeeping and then the links to the from the episode that i realized oh it's just it's just a continuation that's something in the middle of the show notes so that kind of threw me off a little bit Yeah, I would rather have this say subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts as opposed to rate. And then you guys are on Stitcher. So you always want to have some sort of Android option. 80% of Europe is on an Android phone. And Mm, when when, there are so many people that just send out an iTunes link or an Apple podcast link. And if you do that to somebody on Android, they're like, all right, well, thanks for nothing. Right. right. But all, all in all, you know, there's... I've seen much worse, and the graphics are always great on the side. I don't know who's is that Mike again doing yeah, your graphics? That's Mike. Yeah. yeah. So I like the the just the the pumpkin in the old TV here with the rabbit ears on top. It just kind of encapsulates the whole concept of this episode. It's where on the other two guys talking websites, the the black bugged me. It was tough to read. I think it fits your color scheme and your your genre of podcast. I'd like the graphics. Overall, I thought it was pretty solid. There were just a couple things there that threw me for a loop. Otherwise, I'm good with it. We'll go ahead and jump to this is uh, the beginning was two minutes and the ending is, is two minutes. So this is how you kind of wrap up the show. So that's it, folks. That's our list. That's all seven of them. Did you know any of these? I- I'm sure there's got to be somebody out there that remembers some, if not all, of these television Halloween gems. Are there some that you feel should have been on this list? Let us know by heading over to our website at twoguystalkinghorror.com. Fill out the contact form and, and let us know. So until next time, I'm your host, Nicholas J. Hearn. And I'm your co-host, Jason Cantini. And remember, folks, don't be afraid of the dark. Be afraid of what's in the dark. Congratulations, you've survived this episode of Two Guys Talking Horror. We hope you were entertained and informed by our program. Take what you have learned and pass it on to your family and friends. It may just save their lives someday. Have questions? Comments? Suggestions for a future episode? Visit our website at twoguystalkinghorror.com. Click anywhere on the right-hand side and fill out our short web form. It's the easiest way to interact with the hosts. Beware of monsters, creatures, and all things that go bump in the night. And keep telling yourself, it's only a podcast. 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 Very spooky. <laughs> the one thing I just noticed, uh, there is no form on the right-hand side of the website. Uh, the I want to say that... If I go to twoguyshorror.com or... It's... it's uh, I want to say that this has changed, that the website has actually changed since the recording. Right. So, uh, technically speaking, uh, I really need to just change part of the outro... That, to make it more specific to what the website is right now. Yeah. I mean, you do have the link here, two guys talking, and that's where what I like to do is create a page that slash contact. So mm-hmm. that way you can say two guys, horror.com slash contact, 
And that way you can, you know, there's a, a great plugin called pretty link that you can set up, you know, slash contact to point at whatever. So uh, that's a, a handy way to do it. I do the same thing with subscribe buttons. And I realize being on a network, it's not quite as easy because you, you mm. can't have one page for subscribe because, well, you could, it would just be very, very long. Um, right. But uh, uh, anyway, so Eric, what were your thoughts on the, uh, the ending? I thought the call to action was good. I loved how the call to action was focused on just visit the website and uh, exactly how to do it. The I'm your, I'm your host, Nick, and I'm your co-host, Jason. I don't know that there's reasons to give yourself titles. Just tell them who you are and thank them for being here. Make sure they come back and listen again next week. And if I remember right, Dave, isn't there a outtake at the end of the show? Yeah, I have it that here. In like, my, wait, there's, it's called an Easter egg. <laughs> and oh, I thought I wrote it down. It's, um, I want to say a minute and 14 seconds. It's a long way. It was like two minutes of silence. Yeah. Before one one minute in. and 14 really? seconds. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. One minute and 14 seconds is a very long time to wait for an Easter egg. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and I don't know if it was intentional because I didn't have any idea what you were talking about in it. I mean, well, that it was, was it. I, I have the Easter egg and I was kind of like, I do you have the audio of it. Yeah. Can't believe I've never told you that story before. You told me about the first one, but you never told me about the end. Well, because they're pretty goofy. I mean, I'm serious. I I really wish that I actually had, I I had it because I remember the end of the the second one, the Phantom one, the the Fright Fest one. I had actually been bit by one of the werewolf things. So the climax of that one is is it's me and the Phantom, who is now looked more like the jack-o'-lantern character from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a fight between the Phantom and me as a werewolf. And again, guess what we do? We blow up six flags. And just like at the end of Ernest goes to jail, all of, the, all of my friends get out and they think I'm dead. And then you hear... <laughs> Still in werewolf, werewolf form, I, I drop so to the parking lot. The... But since the magic is gone, once I transform back into human form, I'm okay. I'm, I'm serious. Like you change, <laughs> you change the name Phantom, and we tweak it, and we. I mean, there, there's <laughs> there's something there. I, I really do think that we might have something there. All right. That was <laughs> a section uh, when we're talking about the uh, the boogity movies from Disney, right? Uh, we're talking about how certain scenes, as as children, certain scenes stuck with us, and it went. I, I went down the rabbit hole and, and told a story about the first three actual uh, uh, stories I ever wrote were a trilogy: the Phantom of Six Flags, the Phantom Returns, and the Phantom's Revenge. That is an an excerpt from <laughs> from the second story. That while I was editing it, I'm like, okay, no, this this has got to go. And I pushed it that way. I had every intention of using it as an Easter egg. I had no intention of knowing that it was going to be a minute and 14 seconds yeah. after the end of the episode. Usually I like to do it 30 seconds yeah. after after we go. I, I wouldn't use it as an Easter egg because the whole time. It, Can't believe I've never told you that story before. Uh, what story? Is my first thing. What uh, already? I'm an outsider, and, uh, and I expect you to go. Well, it's the time when I did the thing, but instead, you've already told the story, so I've missed it. And I was kind of with Eric. I was like, it just it, at one point, I was like, did I did did I miss the drugs? Wait, right. The way the way that you set it up, Nick, about I when I was a kid, I wrote this trilogy. Now the whole thing makes sense. Right. But as I'm listening to it and we're talking about the original Ghostbusters cartoon and blowing up six flags and you've been bitten by the werewolf thing, like what? No, where are we going? Right. Like, right. I, miss, I felt like I walked in, you know, damn, I'm late to the movie. You know, when you get in like yeah. 10 minutes late and oh, so yeah. you miss the whole setup of the movie and now you don't know what's going on. That's what I felt like listening yeah. to that story. Like, dang it, I missed the whole, <laughs> I missed the part where he died. Like, I, I'm not going to understand any of this movie now. Yeah. So, that's, 
That's what I felt like. And then throw on the fact that I had to wait a minute and 15 seconds to get that. I'm like, wait, this is what I've been waiting for. I'm like, uh, I'm like, yeah, to me, it didn't feel like an Easter egg to me. It felt like, uh, I'm taking this part out and I moved it over here. And so now when I'm looking at my waveform, I didn't see it. So when I mixed it all down to file, it accidentally got tagged on the end and I didn't realize it. Oh, I, I take full credit. I put it there. Okay. I didn't, put it there. <laughs> I didn't realize I put it so far away. I, I should have been, well, it was it's the end of the edit. I'm like, okay, uh, got to render this. And, uh, Oh, the wife, the wife, uh, it's supper time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. The oh, trick with an Easter egg, you want to put the Easter egg far enough away where it's a surprise, but mm. close enough to where they haven't reached over to to kick on the next episode yet. Right. So the episode's over. There's a little bit of dead air there. You're kind of catching them. They're thinking, all right, I've sat in silence long enough. Now I'm going to grab my phone and kick on my next favorite episode. That's when you want the Easter egg to kick in. So yeah. it's far enough away to give it some separation and some surprise, but close enough that they get it without kicking over to the next show that they want to listen to. Yeah. And most podcasters edit things pretty tight. I mean, when I hit start, it's here comes something. And when their show's over, the next one pretty much comes right back on because there's not a lot of empty space at the end. So you, right. wouldn't, you wouldn't have to leave a ton of room. It could be, I mean, if we wait three seconds. That's three seconds. That's that's enough yep. to go. Wait, what was that? You know, and then all of a sudden it comes on. So yeah, you could go maybe a little longer, but uh, yeah. So, oh no, I agree. I agree. Uh, Reminds me of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You're still here. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> uh, so all in all, uh, I I have some people that I've actually referred this to because they're big Halloween people and they're nowhere, and I'm like, oh, these guys are. You know, it's your the passion for the subject comes through. Uh, you're very knowledgeable about it. I love the research that you did. There really wasn't much, Eric. All in all, I thought this really wasn't a bad podcast. Yeah, the things that I'm having you clean up are minor. I love the stories that you tell. The first time you ever saw the particular show, I love that story. You know, I'm five. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm watching it with my mom. You know, that kind of thing was. I loved those stories within the show. Um, I really loved your passion for everything you were talking about. And I, I truly appreciated the way you made me feel knowledgeable about a show I'd never seen before. Mm. Um, and you felt, you made me feel included in the conversation, the cleaning up, uh, you know, using each other's names, uh, getting rid of the, the, the title of host and co-host, right. little things like that, talking to one person. Those are just little things that are going to take your show from a 90 to a hundred um, and just okay. clean up, clean up some little nuggets there and make it more engaging with the audience and making your listeners more involved in the show. But okay. structurally, I think it's sound. I think you do a great job with the momentum of the show, keeping it moving forward. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got some energy to it. You're, you're, your passion really comes out in it. And, uh, uh, you know, you have some funny moments like where you're singing and, and things yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. it was, it was a fun show to listen to. I enjoyed it. Yeah. The, the thing, the thing you, d you don't do that. I'm so happy you didn't is I love it when we're going through the list and I go, all right. And that's number three, Eric, you want, you want to go to number four? And Eric goes, yeah, let's go to number four. All right, let's go to number four. And I'm like, just go to number four. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, holy cow. It's uh, like space balls. It's like, why are you always preparing? Stop preparing. Yeah. Just go. So the Just fact go. the fact that you didn't do the, hey, are you ready to get ready to do the thing of the, yeah, let's do it. Okay. And then you know, do you want to play the jingle? Yeah, let's play the jingle. All right, let's play the jingle. Here's the <laughs> jingle. Just play. Or And I understand that sometimes you don't know if you're ready to move on. I mean, I kind of do that here on this show. That's easily edited out. Right, yeah, they right, have right. to ping pong yeah, back exactly. and forth. So I like that. The only thing I said I would move would the the housekeeping at the mm -hmm. end. If you move that to the end, now you've got this thing where the site crashed. And by the way, all these new episodes are now available. It's it's old, it's new, it's back again. And by the way, it, and now you can lead right to your your call to action. You know, if you go out to the website, not only can you subscribe, but we've got a click right there. You can uh, leave us a message on what do you think. Uh, did you watch these shows growing up and blah, blah, blah. And it just, it's a nice transition because you're talking about the website and that's the people that hear that are the people that made it to the end of the show. They're your power listeners and they're going to want to know what the heck happened to the show last week. So that's, <laughs> that's where I would have put that. So uh, all in all, uh, a, 
like I say, I was like, this is a, a very knowledgeable, well put together, all sorts of creepy sound effects kind of show. So uh, good job on that. Did you have any uh, questions for us before we wrap things up? No, I, we really covered a lot of the things that I was going to ask uh, the specifically about the pacing of the show. And I, I've learned more about uh, iTunes and what a, what a, a dirty word, one dirty word. And an explicit slap of uh, uh, on on a podcast. I, I had no idea that I that you lose thirty percent. So that's a big chunk. I, I think it was Daniel J. Lewis that did the math on that, and it was like twenty seven and a half percent of because it Jeez. was. I remember it was definitely India, definitely Egypt, and I can't remember if it's China or not. But it's some really big countries, and some people are like, ah, half those people don't speak English, and I'm like, ah, a lot of them do, and yeah. their language and another language and another language, so. Awesome. Well, um, you can find Nick over at two guys talking horror.com. Eric, where can people find you? Always at podcast talentcoach.com. Hit me up over there. And you can find me at school of podcasting.com. And if you'd like, Nick's got the chair all warmed up. If you'd like to uh, come on and get your show reviewed, we would love to have you uh, just go out to podcast review show.com slash review me. And we'll be back real soon with another episode of the Podcast Review Show. Thanks for tuning into our show. If you'd like to get reviewed, go to podcastreviewshow.com slash review me. Want to give us a review? Go to podcastreviewshow.com slash iTunes. Links to today's podcast, along with ways for you to connect with us, can be found at our website at podcastreviewshow.com. Looking for an in-depth review? Need some podcasting pointers? Sign up for a coaching session with Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time.